Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will hey, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. I want to talk about Cush today. Really? Where would you read a name like that? Oh, wait. Did I say name? Because I don't know what that is. What's a, what's a Cush? <laughs> Psalm 7. All right. Psalm 7 has the heading, A Shigayan of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning the words of Cush, a Benjamite. Sounds like it is a name. Yeah. Sounds okay. like it. And we're going to move into Psalm 7 here. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And the scripture says, O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me, lest like a lion they tear my soul apart, rending it in pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it. Let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awake for me. You have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples be gathered about you. Over it return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end, and may you establish the righteous. You who test the minds and hearts, O righteous God. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. If a man does not repent, God will wet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out, and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Cush, the Benjamite. Yeah, Cush, the Benjamite. So as we've been going along the Psalms, we've seen some of these headings uh, give us a little bit of detail, maybe a time marker for when this was inspired and written. This one to me, though, feels almost like a dedication. Mm. Um, you know, this one's for you, Cush. <laughs> And then when you read it, I think, Delilah. ooh, I don't know if I'd want this to be my uh, my dedication or not. It's a <laughs> yeah. pretty harsh song. Here's our song, Kush. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here's our song, Kush. So, okay, Kush, this one's for you. Uh, and then I guess that raises the question, well, who is Kush, right? And I know we have a couple of possibilities we can kind of talk through and see if we can't whittle this down a little bit. Who, who's David talking to here? Well, you know, there's a part of me that just wants to say we have absolutely no idea. And, and as far as specifically, we really like don't. I should but be really some, where we end. There's some options so, on this. <laughs> I guess, well, I guess we're done. Okay. If we're done. We have no idea. <laughs> Let we'll us see, pray. We'll see you tomorrow. Cush. Um, well, we, we can do a Bible search for the word Cush, and there is a fellow that pops up other than right here. Yeah. And that's the son of Ham. We mm -hmm. can find him back in Genesis. Clearly, most certainly, this only other person in the Bible actually given the name Cush is not the guy we're talking about here. Right. It can't be because Cush is a Benjamite. Right. Noah and Ham and Cush, the son of Ham, way, 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 way before the Benjamite. So if you if we hop onto the blueletterbible.com and search for Cush and say, oh, there's Cush. 
not the guy. No, but interestingly enough, the descendants of Cush are mentioned in the spread of the nations in Genesis 10, Genesis 11, and they go and settle in Arabia, North Africa. Um, so anyway, it's 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 a name. It's a significant person. But like you say, it's probably not the person that David's talking to at all. David is not dedicating this psalm to him. A couple other possibilities. And, and I, I mention these namely because this is what scholars have said. Maybe this is what's going on here. So uh, w- some have suggested that Cush was a play on the name of Saul's father. And I'm talking about King Saul, whose name was Kish. Kish. Well, I'll tell you something that has going for it. Saul was a Benjamite, wasn't he? Saul Kish was a, was a Benjamite. Saul was a Benjamite. Kish was a Benjamite. And so the idea that potentially playing off of his name, David is writing this about Saul okay. while Saul is pursuing him and, um, well, causing him all kinds of problems. The I think the, the problem that I have with that, okay. I, I, you know, I, I guess any of these other three I could say are possibilities. Sure. But the problem I have with that is that David pretty strongly says you don't take your hand against the anointed of the Lord. Yeah. And and he lives by that very faithfully, mm-hmm. honoring and respecting Saul, even to the point that when someone a- after Saul is dead says he's the one that that killed Saul, right. David has that man executed. Right. And so I I do not get the picture from David that on the outside, as he is acting towards Saul and interacting with Saul, it's honor and respect. But on the inside, he's got this, this, you know, cut him down, Lord, you've got to take care of that. I mean, I guess it's possible because he's leaving the vengeance in God's hands. And maybe that's what this yeah. song is just all about. But I, to me, it doesn't seem to mesh up this, these, these words of imprecation for the Lord's anointed. So I, so that's the possibility, but that's, that's where I am on it. Any thoughts there? Yeah, probably for me, I think the weakness of that is, is just the idea that we'd be playing spelling games with, with the name. Um, for me, I see where there would be some consistency in saying that the Lord is the one who's going to take vengeance. And so the prayer or the Psalms might take on more of an imprecatory t- tone. Yeah, I will not raise up a hand to defend myself because this is the Lord's anointed, but God, I need you to defend me. I need, and but plus, and I know we got a couple other cushions to talk through here. But just another thought with that is that when I when I read the Psalm, and as you read it so well, I certainly picture the idea that that David is being victimized here unjustly. I mean, he is just pleading his own innocence. He's not being treated uh, in kind. Anything he's done, that certainly does put me in mind. Uh, you know, if I have to personify that. Of when Saul was chasing David, and and Saul's just wrath against David. So I I can see that, but I don't see the spelling deal. Well, and I I understand just a couple of things I've read. There's very little historical evidence that that kind of wordplay would be made with Kish's name. Okay, yeah. So I think think you're onto something with that. So another possibility, Mm -hmm. you know, we know a lot of people in Scripture have multiple names. And, yeah, and sometimes, right. you know, whether it's a family name or a, a name that the community uses them as, mm-hmm. right? you know, it's not like here in America with first and middle names. There was different aspects of the way these names work. But and, some and suggest a nickname that has nothing to do with any of it, right? <laughs> nickname that has nothing to do with any of it. <laughs> they uh, call him Toady. <laughs> How did he get that? Goes back to grade school. Yeah. It was an incident with a frog. <laughs> but anyway, his name's Rupert. <laughs> That can happen. That can happen. We call him Toadie. So maybe this is Shimei. 
We do know there's a place where during Absalom's okay. rebellion, All right. Shimei, uh, who is a Benjamite, okay. does speak words of reproach and rebuke to David. At the time, David's followers say, should we kill him? And David says, no, maybe God has told him to say these things. That's during during Absalom's rebellion. So that's in Second Samuel 16. And, and the reason why I bring that up is because that's the marginal note I have in my study Bible. They're oh. kind of pointing me that pointing way, okay. pointing me that way. But I think there's some weaknesses to that. Yeah, I, I, I think there are. So what, what, what do you put at the top of those weaknesses? I would put at the top of those weaknesses, again, reading this psalm, that the gist of David here or his... his <laughs> argument do we make arguments in poetry i don't know but his point of view is that that he is innocent yeah right i mean he is he is saying i've done nothing wrong and lord judge me that is not where david was on the day that he's hightailing it out of jerusalem and shimei is cursing him and so i i think it's from david's perspective that just doesn't line up with that suggestion at Cush's identity. Yeah, you and I are on the exact same page in considering that option, that uh, that he's not declaring his innocence. He's not declaring, judge me according to my righteousness and my integrity on the way out of Jerusalem. He knows that what's happening in Absalom's rebellion is because of his sin with Bathsheba yeah. and Uriah. Which and, is why he even thinks God may have sent him to say these very things. Mm-hmm. This is all, he might be God's instrument right now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Which does not sound like, let me write an imprecatory psalm about this guy that I just said may be God's instrument. Yeah. So another option is that we're dealing with... And we're talking uh, about who cushes. Who cushes, yeah. Another for pe- option... For people just tuning in. Is just... <laughs> In case you decided to start the conversation of this podcast in the middle of it. I, uh, I'm reminding myself as I get lost in my notes. <laughs> You're right. We've got one more here. Yeah, to talk, the, the fourth. The, the other option is that we're just dealing with a, a random Benjamite. Um, named Cush. Named Cush. And, and they said, Mom and Dad, that's a good Bible name. Yeah, absolutely. Son of Ham. We're Son of Ham. We'll call him Cush. So we've got uh, this, this Benjamite named Cush. And... He, Obviously, obviously, it is a Benjamite. So to say, just some random Benjamite. And what I mean by that is, is that that he really does represent how the Benjamites might feel towards David at any time in his reign. Okay, so let me explore that for a minute. Are you suggesting that a tribe of Israel would have hard feelings towards? A king of Israel or a potential king of Israel? Well, this king of Israel, absolutely. Because remember what you said earlier about Saul when we said that it might be a play on his name and his dad's name. Saul was a Benjamite. Yeah. yeah. So the very first king of Israel is from Benjamin. Mm -hmm. And as far as Benjamin is concerned, David's an upstart Mm -hmm. who rebels and steals the throne away from Saul's family, Mm -hmm. from the Benjamite line. Ishbosheth should be the king. And instead, there's in fact there's a little bit there's a little bit of time when after Saul dies that Ishbosheth does reign and David has been made king by some and there's a little bit of civil war going mm-hmm. on so there's actually a time of divided kingdom between Saul and David and we often just say first King Saul second King David but there is this whole thing with Ishbosheth mm-hmm. going on so during that time of rebellion between or civil war between Ishbosheth and David you could have a fella like Cush stepping up to speak rebuke and reproach against David mm-hmm. really any time during David's reign you could have a Benjamite doing that uh, 
You might yeah, very well have it, it, even though I don't think it's Saul himself, but it may very well be just one of Saul's supporters among the Benjamites saying hmm. this about David as yeah. as Saul is, is carrying on. So the, the long and short of all this, as we've walked through these options, when it's all said and done, I do get back to what I said at the beginning, as you said, we should end there. We really have no idea. Yeah. We, we can make some speculations, and it's, I think it's good for us to walk through this because it's going to give us some help and understanding. I think it gives me some help and understanding. But for me, the great big lesson here is, here is this Bible question that God doesn't answer. Who is Who's Cush? Cush? I want to know specifically who Cush is. Okay. But God does not give me that answer. Mm-hmm. I can come up with some speculative answers. I can come up with some answers that make more sense and less sense. But the interesting thing is I can come up with some answers. Yeah. So I don't sit back and say, well, no place else in the Bible mentions this guy. So it must be a big old fat lie. I can't trust the Bible. I can't trust Psalm uh, four, uh, Psalm 7. I can't trust, you know, any, yeah. Any, yeah. any of that. Yeah. Uh, no. I can walk through some possibilities here, but God doesn't answer every question. What God does do is he answers the questions we need answered. All right. And I think it's very important for us to remember that. And so this 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 walk we've gone through and in, in trying to work through in our minds who this Cush guy is, for me, the great big lesson is, I don't know, but I do know and I can discover the things I need to. I think that's great. Maybe one of the lessons uh, to take from this Cush is don't be like Cush. <laughs> Don't be like us. Uh, don't be like us. You don't want people writing songs like this about you. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> don't. Don't bring reproaches against the Lord's anointed. Don't bring reproaches against the Lord's anointed. I, you know, that's great. Um, a couple of passages come to mind even as you share that, that not every question that we may ask uh, is there necessarily a answer to. Uh, I think we were talking about this before the mics were on, but in Deuteronomy 29, 29, mm-hmm. We're told that the secret things belong to God um, because he has not chosen to share everything, does not in any way reflect upon his omniscience and his godness. He knows, but he has chosen to reveal that which is necessary and beneficial for us. Yep, and that puts me in mind of Second Peter uh, 1 and verse 3, that all things that pertain to life and godliness he has given us mm. through the true knowledge of him who called us. And so in the knowledge of Christ, we have all that we need. Uh, that we might have life and godliness. All right. Well, listen, this was great talking about Cush. Looking forward to more of our conversations from Psalm 7. Uh, Hope that you are excited about tuning in these conversations as well. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. We're going to close out with a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the time to open up the Bible and study your word. As we begin these conversations about Psalm 7 this week, Father, we don't know who Cush the Benjamite is, but you knew who he was. Father, we want to learn from this psalm, though, and especially to be humble before you. Father, that we might not treat our neighbors and our friends unfairly in any way, but would pursue righteousness to bring glory to your name. And we trust you, Father, that you know all things and have given us what is beneficial for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. When I go.
Hey, Andrew. Well, hello. <laughs> what was that? I cut on my own. Because your tongue hung Tri- Tripped on my own teeth there. Yeah. 